how it could have gone. Do, 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 do. Hello, and welcome to How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. This is the live casted podcast where I, Ryan Cudahy, look at certain decisions I've made in my life and see how it could have gone if I'd made a different decision. Badir coming in the room saying, hello, sir. I hope you have a blessed day. And I say, hey, bag, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I, that does bring us to the first segment of the show. It, as, it, as I've mentioned already, it's a live show. It's where people are going to be coming into the room, getting situated, saying hi to each other. And during that time, I like to just eat up air with segment number one, which is how's Ryan doing? Checking in with the host, seeing how he's feeling and trying to put that sort of on a one to 10 emotional scale, which can be used as a barometer for how the rest of the show is going to go. How am I feeling right now? Eight. What? What? That's a really high number. Am I blowing your minds already? Hopefully, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I would say like an eight out of 10. I smoked a little bit of weed, which I have not been able to do in a while. And that gets me to a place where uh, numbers are higher. Or just, I think, I guess maybe everything's a little bit higher. Aim says, hey, Ryan, what's for breakfast? <laughs> uh, yeah, so for breakfast, I just had a granola bar. But it was good. I would, I would give that granola bar an 8 out of 10. And I had a LaCroix with it. And it, uh, I, at one point, I picked up a flat LaCroix and was going to drink that. And then I didn't hear the bubbles swishing around. And I'm like, oh, this one's flat. So I, I feel like this is a good day. I have, I've had a lucky break. I didn't drink gross, piss-hot, trash uh, uh, LaCroix that didn't have any bubbles left in it. It tastes so terrible once the bubbles are gone. So I, I sidestepped that issue. I had a granola bar. Bader says, Ryan is 80%. Yeah, and that's amazing. That's peak efficiency. That's beyond my normal capabilities, 80%. <laughs> um, Kelsey said, weed granola. And uh, Aim says, you high, Ryan? Yeah, I think I might be. Hurrah. Can we get a hurrah in the chat, please? <laughs> it's been a while for me. Um, Kelsey says, LaCroix always tastes like piss minus the good part. My God, Kelsey. Really throwing the, this all out there. Aim says, hi, Kelsey. <laughs> uh, Kelsey says, uh, wait. Badir says, hip, hip, hurrah. And Kelsey says, hurrah for weed. Smoke them if you got them. And then says, hi, Aim. So everybody's all situated. We know what I've had for breakfast. We know how I'm feeling. We can get into the episode. How it could have gone if Ryan had taken in a giant grasshopper. All right, so a grasshopper is an insect. So if you don't like those guys, let me tell you, I, I'll make the pitch here. The grasshopper is one of the least gross. Very fancy looking, look like little uh, uh, suits of armor. Six legs, yeah, but they're very, they're very pointy. They're very pointy and, and they're not like, uh, they're not like grubby. They don't have a lot of hairs on them, I don't think. They're, it looks like uh, 
a lot of it looks like maybe they're carved out of stone sometimes like a really green bright stone uh that's because they they have armor these insectoid creatures known as the grasshoppers uh they have armor made of chitin which you know i love i think if you've listened to this show for any length of time you're gonna realize i like chitin and i don't know if i'm saying it right uh and then aim says who's who ra the Egyptian god uh, egyptian god uh no i don't think that's what i'm talking about i think people were saying hoorah for weed so we got we got to the but there was a quick solve for that mystery, but I'm glad you brought it up. Aim says grasshoppers are gross. Light lightning bugs are cute. Okay, you can be one of those if you want. I'm not gonna be either one of them. I'm just appreciating that this a grasshopper is something that exists. It can hop through the grass, I think. I think it's not a misnomer. I think they do have powerful armored legs. That they are able to spring themselves through the air and potentially wings too, and then they can rub them together and make uh like uh chittering noises. They're very interesting creatures, but what if they were huge? I mean, grasshoppers have been around for at least two hundred and fifty million years, uh, but I you got to think at least one of them in that time period must have been gigantic. 250 million? You're telling me one of them's not gigantic? Yeah, there was probably gigantic grasshoppers at some point in time. Badir uh, says, I saw ants take on a grasshopper by the legs into the ant hill. It was horrifying. Okay, I'm going to be sticking away from ants. We're going to, if I'm taking, if I'm taking in a grasshopper, it's because I don't want ants getting it. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> Ants shouldn't get anybody. They should just get like fruits and grains. They're leaves. I'm pretty sure ants can eat leaves. When I was a kid, I would feed them peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They seem to like that. They don't need to eat the grasshoppers. I think I've uh, developed my first charity idea that, uh, <laughs> that I'm going to start myself sort of a uh, uh, give ants food so they don't eat grasshoppers situation. So uh, in this world, I care a lot about grasshoppers. Uh, arguably too much. I could be working on, them on more important things than giving foods to ants just to help the grasshoppers. There might be a more direct way to solve some of these problems. Uh, Kelsey says, PB and Jants. <laughs> and Aim says, answer vicious lol. Not if you keep them happy. Not if you keep them fed. A full ant is a is a is a is a, is a less destructive ant. So that's what I'm gonna go into the. I'm gonna have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in my coat pockets at all times. If I ever see something going down like that, I can put a stop to it in a non-violent way. But a giant grasshopper would. I'm thinking a giant one because normally they're like a inch and a half to like five it six inches. Like that, I think I don't know. I've never seen a like a, a grasshopper bigger than that. But I presumably in all sorts of places in the world, they're bigger. I'm I want it gigantic even on that scale. I want a seven to eight foot tall grasshopper, maybe even nine foot if it stands on up on its hind legs, like when it's getting ready to jump 
and it puts its uh its two front legs forward or whatever, however it jumps. Uh, I I want that to uh, put it in the nine foot tall range. Kelsey says, "Wow, he's single." And uh, Aim says, "What do grasshoppers eat? Grains? They're herbivores. Uh, grains, cereals. They've actually been known to cause famines when they swarm. So, uh, ho hopefully, yeah, just watch out for that. And, but they like cereals." <laughs> Kelsey says, wow, what a babe. <laughs> All right, so I got this. Uh, I, I'm presuming this came out in the like late uh, Cretaceous period. This seems like, you know, 250 million years ago. There's probably I, when things were big, it was late Cretaceous was uh, one of the you know biggest times to be around. So wait, we got this grasshoppers just big. Just big, but you know, whatever went down at the end of the Cretaceous period, uh, shit was crazy. I don't have privy to that information. It's all kind of uh, obfuscated from our, our our gaze into the past. But whatever ended up happening is this big old uh, grasshopper was frozen in a block of ice for, uh, and we get to skip most of the rest of time. And with that, that thing's still around in our world today. Uh, and I'm going out. I'm feeding a bunch of the na neighbor uh, ant hills with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which is just fucking breaking my bank. I gotta say, there's a lot of ants to feed to keep them happy, and they're I think they're getting pretty like dependent on it. That I don't see them going out and getting other sources of food anymore, which is the is the goal. But I, it, it is now a responsibility. I can't just stop giving them. They're kind of domesticated ants in a certain sense. I think I'm pretty good at domestic, domesticating insects. I'm noticing just w wandering around town doing this task. And that's probably a pretty good skill to have. Uh, uh, Aim says, what them legs do? They hop mostly. They're grasshoppers. So they, they hop with great force that drives them up into the air uh, 20, 30 times their own body length, which uh, with a nine foot grasshopper is quite the body length. So, so we have these, um, we're going to have this grasshopper capable of leaping whole buildings like they were blades of grass. And uh, it was a grasshopper. It's just going to be, it, it, anything is grass to this thing. Your your ass is grass to this thing. Hopefully not that example in particular. I just thought of the rhyme, but hopefully that one in particular isn't the case because uh, this grasshopper eats grass. So we're just gonna move past that. But he says, if you rub the back legs of a grasshopper enough, it will get angry and burrow itself and transform into a cicada. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I, it, it has sort of a mythic truth to it, I think. I can see that being a lesson as to not rub the grasshopper's legs, because that's how you get an uh, angry cicada. Um, but on, on a physical sense, I, I think they might have different uh, different like, 
there might be in a different kingdom. I don't know if <laughs> the taxonomy might not be that the, they're the same life form. I, I don't, I'm not sure though. Uh, Kelsey says, I trust Badir with my life. And then Badir says, take care of your pet. And that's a good point. I go out, I'm going through the, um, it's the end of winter, winter time. So all the ants are coming out and I'm getting them. I like to, t in the winter time, I like to lightly toast their PBNJs over an open fire. Uh, so that it's melting a lot of the ice around my neighborhood. I live next to a bit of a forest uh, and a bit of a beach. If we, if we want to go there later, I, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the grasshopper would like to play in the sand. Uh, probably not, though. It might get in within the uh, little divots of the chitinous armor. So you gotta watch out for that. And also, well, you can't eat it. Like, you can't grass. Uh, Badir says, oh no, it turns into a locust. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you were incredibly close, though. <laughs> And then uh, some sort of link to an ABC story about uh, grasshoppers turning into locusts. <laughs> well, you, you cited your sources, Vidir. This is why people trust you. Uh, Aim says, roasted grasshopper legs with lime and salt are pretty tasty. At least what, that's what I've heard. I believe that 100%. They're powerful legs. There's got to be something toastable there. And as, as someone who's aligned myself as more of a protector of the insects, for whatever reason, I think I, it's just I like the chitinous armor. Uh, I'm probably not going to eat this one, but it's just because it's probably so big. I don't know. I, would, I just assume the, the really big one is going to have a bit more of like a, like a sizable brain, but that's a very uh, human-based assumption. <laughs> I don't know. If they might have equally the same brains, or that might not even matter either way for uh, a grasshopper. They could just be built different than I understand. Kelsey says, too sentient, too munch. Yeah, potentially, but it, I mean, like, I can't say that and then be chomping down on a, a big turkey thigh at the same time. <laughs> like, it's just, there are some holes in my approach to this. Uh, but that that is just strangely my approach uh so i'm i'm heating up uh open flame i'm toasting up these sandwiches i'm eating a pb and j myself because honestly i really like it uh it's one of my comfort foods my uh, uh my girlfriend ordered that for me when i was in the hospital for my brain surgery and it was the fucking perfect thing to eat love me a pb and j <laughs> I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, Aim says, wait, wait, wait. And what? What's wrong with that? And uh, Kelsey says, I feel, uh, I, for real love Uncrustables. Yeah. And Aim says, you can order PB&J at the surgery hospital? Absolutely. I, I went to a very good hospital. I just, I, so... <laughs> Yeah, so they had that shit ready for me pretty damn soon after coming out from under the knife. I had a, I was, I was shoving some PB&J up there. Kelsey says, what if you're allergic? I mean, they do ask you what your allergies are like a billion times before surgery. <laughs> you go over that like in depth. 
Um, and Aim says, oh, thought it was from a restaurant. I mean, there, I think there is, they do have the, the restaurant within the hospital. It's a very, I told you, I got lucky. I, went, I got good doctors. They got an in-house restaurant, an art exhibit too. There was a whole gallery of really interesting art. <laughs> So, uh, five out of five stars on that particular medical establishment. Uh, which I don't want to name for whatever reason. I guess I don't, I don't want it to be, uh, I don't want to put a target on them from my enemies by associating them with me publicly. Ah, I think I actually have already said it on a different episode anyway. Um, Kelsey says, they make $8 Uncrustables. Hell yeah, they do. Yeah, you roast that over an open fire, you're going to have yourself a, a happy little ant Christmas. They start kind of worshipping, I guess. Not, not in like, a, they're not like making effigies or nothing. They just like always come up to the top of the anthill when they smell the 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 pb and j burning because i like them a little crunchy uh aim says what the hell i'm gonna bring my uh my date there yeah everybody head down to the hospital yeah there's a lot of good f food deals at hospitals <laughs> i mean it's it's fucking expensive but uh it still feels like a deal because they saved your life. <laughs> uh, um, Kelsey says, cost an arm and a leg, though. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying here. So anyway, as it is the heat of the fire that thaws out this sort of ancient um, snowbank. And the the the... Water's dripping away, and I see some really large antennas, like probably about three five to five feet long antennas, just whipping around outside of the side of what looked like a hill to me. Uh, yeah, I guess the snowbank has just been eroding each year, and and we finally got down to the late Cret Cretaceous period. Oof, that's grim. But uh, we we got these these little antennas. Flipping around, whipping around, uh, hits a tree and the tree breaks. I've never seen uh, an, an antenna versus a tree in the in the in antenna wins first round in a knockout. I've just never seen that. Usually, antenna that I'm familiar with would be like almost so small you don't even really see them unless you're up close to like a some sort of insect. So I am intrigued because I'm very intrigued by insects in this world. And I, I, I noticed the rest of the snowbank is still sort of trapping whatever has these antennas. I'm picturing a Pokemon, honestly. I'm picturing like a little, like a little Pikachu type thing with some big green antennas coming off the top. Maybe like a squirrel's tail. But I thought, I, I think it would be really cute. So I take the fire that I have, just a stick on fire, and I, I put it over towards uh the the side of the snowbank and I start melting the rest of it away and that's when the leg kicks through the whole side of the hill breaks off I go tumbling backwards into the snow Ant Hill gets uh, knocked over they're pissed they're pissed this was their Christmas 
On Christmas Day, I crushed their nest? What kind of god am I? Uh, Aim says, hunt the grasshopper to feed the masses. No, 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 no. I tried not to do this. So I pick up the, the, the flame, and I hold it out in front of the ants because they start swarming, and they take a step back. This is, they're, this is the first time they've seen anything but kindness from their god. So this is a, a defining moment for ant culture here. I hold a flame down towards them, and the flame also is a lighting up behind me a fucking nine-foot grasshopper. The holy grail of uh, Christmas goose for the ants. From an ant perspective, this is the most uh, powerful feast that may have ever existed. Pulling a grasshopper like this into their nest, you're going to be the king of the grasshoppers. Uh, Lee Cox says, the jerk who stole antennas. <laughs> I guess that's, if you wanted to think of this as the grasshopper's Christmas, that would be their perspective, that these, these ants are coming in sort of a Grinch-like fashion. Aim says, oh no, they left. They, uh, the plant with googly eyes must have felt threatened by the giant grasshopper. Wait, who's the plant with googly eyes? I'm not familiar with that thing at all. Uh, but I, so I am, I'm going back and forth with the fire. I turn around and I see the giant grasshopper. The giant grasshopper is actually comforted by the flame. So their step, the giant grasshopper is stepping in and because coming out of the ice, it's trying to get that body temperature up. It's trying, it's, it's coming back to life. So it's, it's sort of, it's sort of like cooing. Well, not cooing because it's a giant grasshopper and its noises are more like. And, and then its back legs are like sort of rubbing together like a. I can't do both of those sound effects at the same time, but you're going to have to layer them in your imagination. <laughs> and I'm terrified. You know, this is just way too big for a grasshopper to be. If it, if it kicked me, uh, it would be one of those things where my rib cage would fly away and my arms and legs and head would still just be floating there. Like the powerfulness of this kick, uh, my joints wouldn't be able to stay together. I'd come apart a, a, a like a, if I was just a skeleton. Um, Aim says, they were a part of the audience for a sec. The googly eyes. <laughs> with the plant i totally missed that i think it pay more attention it's like when uh you they watch that one video in in school where they have a uh they tell you to follow a basketball back and forth as they pass it around and you don't even notice a gorilla walks through the scene i don't know if people are familiar with that uh sort of dis demonstration on the concept of focus uh, but that's what I feel like happened. <laughs> I was telling a story about ants and grasshoppers, and there was a plant walking by with a big googly eyes. <laughs> Badir says, feed the grasshopper a carrot. Well, you're, we're lucky. We have uh, uh, a, um, a jacket full of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches here. And since I walk around with a full duster jacket full of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and a bit of a uh, like a Crocodile Dundee hat on also. Because <laughs> I'm a weird guy in this. I'm into bugs. <laughs> so 
so, uh, uh, so I got that hat on. And uh, I also carry, yeah, a big old carrot. Because I feel just terrible making uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like 15 to 20. Even though I know I'm not going to eat all of them, I'm probably going to eat like three or four. And uh, I, I need to put at least one vegetable into my jacket. So that's why I, I pull out a carrot and I'm like, hey, come, come on. It's all right. It's all right. You're just a little cold. You got, you got some ice cubes up on your head. I can't reach them up there. But if you come down here, we can, we can clean you up. Uh, and the grasshopper is sort of, and it's eating the carrot. And uh, from from the ants' perspective, because they've been watching this whole thing, this is their Christmas goose uh, is now favored by their uh, suddenly distant god, because they didn't get their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They just got their nest destroyed. They know they have to watch this. They can't even go back into the nest yet. So that this has become uh, uh, personal on a level that I wouldn't even understand, and potentially the grasshopper wouldn't even understand. This is only really understandable from the ant's perspective. Uh, Badir says, "Is he cute?" The grasshopper. Uh, I I think she's she's like. I, I I wouldn't say cute because it, again, grasshoppers more look like suits of armor made of chitin, and then like these mandibles that rip things apart go into a mouth. You got big compound eyes, and then other smaller eyes underneath it that see in different ways. These just huge whipping antennas around, and it's all just like uh, it, it looks like a, a, a sort of camouflage to be a plant as well bright green colors and uh the the tips of each limb sort of twist off into different blade of grass looking uh points cute no uh like striking yeah but like a grasshopper absolutely but when yeah when chomping down on the carrot i would say no not cute it was a little terrifying, and I pulled my hand away. And the grasshopper get, gets a little closer to the, the fire to get warmer. And I'm like, careful. You're getting too close to the fire. You get, it's hard to explain to a grasshopper, but I'm like, sit. I, I've done a little bit of cat training, so sit. And it, it doesn't sit, but it like tenses up and moves closer to the ground. That's uh, that's close enough. That's called shaping and in, in, in animal training. You reward what, uh, like, if it does something kind of right. And then it will move its way over time to when you're just rewarding that, doing it better and better. So this might be get, getting ready to jump, but I move the cl flame closer as a reward and I say, good, uh, grasshopper, I need to come up with a name for you. Because Grasshopper makes it sound like you're the student. But I'm learning just as much from you as you are from me. So I'm thinking maybe Hopper or Grassy or Eggs, Eggsy. Because you, you're laying a lot of eggs, I see. There's a lot of eggs back there. Um, or uh, did I say Hoppy? Or grassy. And these are all good. 
Uh, Leacock says, the jerk who stole antennas, uh, Antsmiths, I said. You said antennas. Oh, you said, oh, wow, you're right. You're, I was reading it ent entirely incorrectly. And I did it again. The jerk who stole Antsmiths. <laughs> wow, I, I was sitting in a way where I was looking up and trying to think of uh, names for the grasshopper. So I had to t tilt my head up and to the left. And I was so I was reading it out of the corner of my eye, and I guess my brain just filled in what I wanted to read. That's that's a little behind the scenes in the middle of the show. Uh, Badir says Princess Hopper. That's really good, but I think I'm gonna go with Degrassi. Te technically, the name is just Grassy, but I'm gonna t t talk to her like that's Degrassi. That's a good grass. <laughs> I feel like it just works. So we're going with that one. Um, I am noticing this is a gigantic animal. Uh, it, 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 after it, it sort of finishes up the carrot and uh, untenses the leg, it flies into the sky, breaking through the tree branches near, like, and audibly landing in a nearby clearing. And it's like looking around at this point and it leaps again. And I'm like, Degrassi, no. And I'm running after it. I got uh, my sandwiches are flying out of my pockets. A swarm of ants is following at a uh, like subtle distance. Um, Badir says, like the Canadian high school. <laughs> is that I, I'm not familiar. This is just a huge coincidence. I'm not familiar with that Degrassi at all. Uh, <laughs> Aim says, Google fills things in for me. I, yeah, if someone could Google Degrassi and th see if that name is already taken, I'm spelling it different, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm spelling it different. Uh, Aim says, D-E-G-R-A-S-S-I? -S no, mine is totally different. Not totally different, but there's, there's a couple key differences that I'm smelling differently. I don't want to get into it. I don't want anybody, I guess, stealing the name. <laughs> I don't want to turn on the MTV and see uh, Drake's back doing, doing my version of Degrassi, riding on a big grasshopper. <laughs> So I'm not going to say how it's spelled, probably until I put it as the name of this episode. Uh, Am says, name him T.T. Hops. T.T. Hops? Wait, hold on. Are you fit? Are you, are you tricking me into saying something inappropriate? Because you, you, you got to understand, I'm already having a hard time reading today. Uh, Am says, name him T. That still feels like we're setting me up for a uh, for a joke that's going to pay off later at my expense. Um. <laughs> Lee Cox says it's offensive. They could have uh, gotten an actor who actually needs to ride a giant grasshopper, and that actually that that makes a lot of sense. Am says so when he hops. It's T-Hop. Yeah, I knew you were <laughs> you This still feels like it, you're tricking me into saying something here. 
I feel like I'm being tricked in several different ways. I know the answer's setting up something. I'm eventually able to uh, corner Degrassi, uh, which is what I'm going to call the name still. And I, I run up to the beach, and, uh, and there's nowhere left to go, Degrassi. You got to come with me. I can bring you back to the... the I, I got food. And I, I hold out, uh, uh, like, you know I have food. I got the evidence of the carrot, the little green part at the top that I think Degrassi probably would still want to eat. And then I also got peanut butter and jelly sandwiches if she likes that. And Degrassi's sort of looking around, thinking about, you know, this is really different when, than when uh, Degrassi was was alive before the freezing before in the late cretaceous this was all forest and stuff there was uh there was probably a beach at some point but it was like further away so the 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 setting is is setting her off balance she's put, put laying some eggs in the sand but not really sure if she should cover them or keep them open to the sea air like it's not clear what the the purpose is here, uh, so I'm I'm calling I'm calling her back, calming her down, trying to do I'm I'm trying to imitate like grasshopper sleeping noises. And that's not that's not helping. That's sort of setting off the antenna more. Uh, so I'm gonna all right, fine, just have a sandwich, and I I leave them on the ground. And sort of breadcrumbs back to my house. Badir says, I'm worried about the ants getting to the offspring. Carry her eggs. I mean, that's... I... I I'm not going to fill my... My coat pockets with grasshopper eggs. That's where my food goes, alright? I don't want to get those confused. And I don't want the grasshopper to make it... Uh, to think that I'm after her eggs. I'm not a Grinch-like figure. Hopefully there is no Grinch-like figure in all of this. Kvadir um, says, you have a lot of pox. I know, but those are, they're for a specific purpose. There's, the thing is, there's already a little bit of peanut butter and jelly in each one of those pockets. So if I put the eggs in there, it's going to be a hard time getting them out. Mm. But, you're, but you're right. Okay. I, what I do is I put, the, I put my jacket over the eggs so they're covered and if they when they wake up they have something to eat i gotta remember i care about grasshoppers in this this is not a bad thing we'll come back and check on these in a couple of weeks all right so i'm and i i take all the sandwiches i i lead the breadcrumbs back to my house uh i sort of break the top of my house a little bit the the like doorway into my apartment i i break that so it's tall enough at a, uh, and I have to break it into the ceiling quite a bit too. So a grasshopper can come inside. And then I've laid out a, just a buffet of all my snacks. I got granola bars. I got cereal. And that's all, all really all that it needs. Grains and, and, and cereals. Wow. wow. The, all of my food is gone within seconds. And it says, oh no. What I what I do? Did I do something wrong? The uh, I guess I should. Uh, I'm ordering on my phone. I'm ordering for them delivery, and I just said more grains. I'm ordering from like a door door 
door-to-door grain delivery thing. I'm just, any sort of grains that you have, I'm going to need a lot of them. Because, and, 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 like, in the background, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Laying more eggs. It, it starting to eat the drywall, I'm noticing. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm already out of money is the problem. I'm already out of money. Uh, Aim says, once it gets a taste for meat, you're effed. Yeah, that, well, that's more expensive, I, I, but I can't even pay for the grains right now. So the thing is, we're going to have to sort of pull, pull a move here. We're going to have to switch around the momentum because things are not going well for me right now. And we just need to turn all of these negatives into a positive. Negative one, I got a hungry uh, uh, giant grasshopper uh, eating my drywall. The, the second thing that I got, uh, I got debt, I'm out of money, need, have a need for money. Uh, and three, I have a, a ability to order stuff offline for more money, but eventually that, that just rolls the third problem, whatever my third problem is, up into my second problem. So uh, what I'm going to order online is I'm going to order a horse mask and a collar. So I'm going to get one of those horse masks because I want to be able to take this outside. People don't seem to mind horses. This will be a green horse. So I get some, I order some paint. I order a, a horse mask. I order some more grains because we went through that first grain delivery real quick. And I am running out of money. AIM says people are meat. Yeah, I know. We're trying to avoid the meat-eating dinosaur situation here because there is no stopping this thing. It would kick me apart if I stopped getting the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, like if those deliveries, I can tell I am on the edge of, uh, of not being on this thing's good side. I, this is a lot harder to domesticate than ants over a long period of time. I'm trying to speed run this thing and it's difficult. Uh, Aim says, stop feeding the ants. That's, that's the first thing that has to be cut. That's the, my first attempt at solving problem two, running out of money. So I have to make cuts, and my feeding the ants budget is out the window. I am truly abandoning, that thing, abandoning them. Right after Christmas, too. In their darkest hour, their, their god leaves them. I don't, they probably don't even think of me as a god anymore. But I have to focus on my new god which is this nine foot uh screeching like mantis creature grasshopper uh and says they're going to remember this yeah i think i made them i gave them too many uh like high high caloric like foods and they got really smart they focused a lot on developing this religion thing and uh, they, didn't, they didn't have to go and get food anymore. So they had a lot of free time. These, they, they have very good memories now. <laughs> but Deer says, you need to use coupons. That's a, the, there's no coupons for the online de delivery thing, though. And I'm worried what happens if I leave this thing alone with my cat in the house. You know? So I don't... So I'm ordering stuff off a line and there just there is no good coupons. Everything, even if you get a coupon, it's like 5% off. And then there's like four or five fees and local taxes to, they're using to fight 
uh, local regulations against them. It really sucks. So there's no way I can make it cost less other than if I stop if I stop buying it. Uh, Aim says, "Oh no, Ryan! Cats are also meat." Okay, well I'm gonna make him a little suit of armor, so it looks like a little grasshopper, and we'll just pretend it came out of the, 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 my my cat came out of one of these eggs. <laughs> We're just gonna try to work that narrative in. Uh, Aim says, "Feed it rats." You're really you're you're really getting into a pro making it learn to eat meat territory. What I thought my my delivery shows up. Big uh, sack of grain. I throw over the uh, the um, the grasshopper. The grassy stands up on her hind legs, sprays some eggs around, and and uh, and then like bites into the grain sack in the air. And, and grains flying everywhere, and the grassy's tongue flipping out, uh, grabbing it out of the air. It didn't know weird. You know, grasshoppers were probably a little bit different back then. They had uh, prehensile tongues, I guess. Uh, so, uh, and I got a delivery for me, which is a horse mask. So I start painting that green, and then I can finally put in my real plan to address the money issue, which is the main issue, because I, I can keep buying grains. I just need to get more money. We are going to the horse races. So I get a carrot on a stick which uh, I disguise as just because um, I don't think you're allowed to do carrot on a stick. I think you're actually in ho like horse racing supposed to like sort of hit the horse a little bit. So I'm not going to do that. But I, got to, I dis disguise my uh, carrot as a whip so I can get it past security, I guess. I mean, Maybe it's not against the rules, but I don't want them to think I'm too much different because I already have a green horse with weird, weird knees. And, and I'm, I'm trying to convince the grasshopper to keep at least two of the legs tucked up, and it's not working at all. It's, it's rubbing the legs together and making a lot of sounds. Like I, it's like, we're not trying to draw attention here until after we win. We want the odds low. Degrassi. Uh, Aim says rats multiply like crazy in a short amount of time. Was that bunnies? I'm not feeding them bunnies, but I may have to train, train them, train the Degrassi to chase after the bunnies. Because I, I, maybe I might need to start at horse races or at dog races. Uh, but no, I'm too big. I'm too big for. The dog races is kind of what Degrassi's uh, general vibe is. Vibe being being over nine feet tall. I think I don't think I could pass off a dog as well as I could <laughs> a horse, just within the within the size range. Uh, and I already have painted the horse's mask. I'm not going to take a step back from that. So I'm uh, I have to grease some palms. Uh, to get into this race, I have to bribe a couple of the people. I have to make up a pedigree for my my racing horse, uh, which costs some money as well. Thankfully, a lot of these places are able to take uh, um, bribes in the form of grain, just because horses need grain too. So that that is something I am able to trade freely here. Um, 
Aim says, nah, you don't need to hit the horse. You need to treat them with respect or they won't run. I like I that's what I think. I'm just sure I've seen like people whacking the back of their horse at a ha horse race. I'm, sh I'm sh sure I've seen it before. <laughs> and I remember because I distinctly didn't like it. Uh, so, uh, but I don't know, maybe, maybe you're right. And that I just haven't checked in with horse racing in a, in a while. And I'm, I'm hoping it's gotten to this utopian, almost Pokemon-esque partnership level that you're talking about. Uh, but I, I'm using the carrot is what I'm going to use. And, uh, that, that's what we do. We get ready. I'm on the starting line. The, the the Degrassi Degrassi's filling the stall with eggs for good luck. I'm assuming. I I I'm doing a lot of assuming because I don't one. I know a bit about gra grasshoppers. I don't know about grasshoppers from the late Cretaceous period. I just haven't haven't done my research. I know they have compound eyes. That seems to be the same. So they have a good like uh, directions of vision. Uh. I've learned that they like grain and peanut butter and jelly uh, equal amounts. These are the things I know. It's not, I'm not an expert. Uh, thankfully, the blinders are able to help with that 360 degree vision being probably honestly too much for uh, the, a, a racing grasshopper to be able to handle with a bunch of horses around. I think it, this feels like some bizarre Planet of the Apes thing to uh, the <laughs> grasshopper. Because what the grasshopper remembers, all the mammals were really, really small. And, uh, th th like, so th this is a new thing to get used to. Thankfully, the horse mask action, uh, acts as a bit of a sensory deprivation uh, chamber, allows the grasshopper to sort of relax and just focus on the thrill of the race. Um, uh, Aim says, maybe in the old days, I don't know. I don't think I've seen pictures of any of them hitting the horses. I'm glad. I don't know what sort of media I was exposed to, but I, I like, I'm glad to hear that. And I'm glad I came into, into this horse race with a very low expectation of everyone around me. And I'm glad to be proven that this is a nice, clean, everybody on the same team thing. <laughs> And we get going. And we are winning very, very nicely. Uh, just just an explosive jump out of the um of the stall. The top of the stall is burst open, the wood flies everywhere, a couple of horses and going <laughs> And so and that means they're scared. Uh, and they're like standing up. So we are winning by a lot immediately. I'm dangling that carrot. The the grasshopper's eating through the horse mask, so the, just the grasshopper mouth is sticking through. The, the antenna's poking through the, the eyes of the horse mask, going all over the place, trying to trying to sense where that carrot is. Uh, and and I'm uh, I'm just holding on as hard as I can. I have I set up. Uh, basically, I just tied my legs to the back of a. The, to the top of the grasshopper because <laughs> that's uh, honestly I think that's the only way I wouldn't fly off <laughs> because we are bulleting through the air I would say 80 miles per hour at the very least in these leaps 
immediately from 0 to 80. 0 to 80. 80 to 0. We stop for a second. I'm flying, flapping all over the place. Makes it a little hard to steer with the carrot. Uh, but we are still so far ahead of everybody else. Very, very fast jumps. Even with the little rest beat in between. We're getting, uh, making good time. I just need to aim appropriate. I, we land in the crowd a little bit. Everybody's running and screaming away. I, I'm, I'm yelling, Degrassi, yep, yep. And then pointing with the carrot and, and flying through the air. My neck is, is real fucked up. It's real messed up by the whiplash aspects of this. But we cross that uh, finish line. Um, a picture is taken, which uh, thankfully the blinder is on the horse still because I think that would have really scared the uh, the grasshopper. Uh, the horse mask is able to save us from that fate. But we win. There's, uh, there's some scattered applause. There's some uh, shocked gasps. Um, the horse mask is, is more sitting on top of the head and there's just a big mouth chewing underneath. Uh, someone's bringing over a, a big thing of roses uh, and a, a wreath of roses to put around the neck of the, the winning horse. And uh, the, I, yeah, the grasshopper, the gra grass is just chomping right through them. Eating it like spaghetti. Wraps around and goes back up into the mouth. Am's going, woo, congrats, hurrah, hurrah for Degrassi. Uh, and uh, Aim does roses and, and noise poppers. And, uh, and at, at, at this point, uh, I'm like, we, we did it, Degrassi. I have this giant uh, check that Degrassi was trying to eat out of my hands. But I'm like, no, no, we can use that to buy grain. And that's when, uh, yeah, obviously, that's probably enough time for the egg, egg start to hatch in. And we have uh, swarms. We got swarms of, uh, I guess they would be locusts at this point. Uh, from each one of them, about eight to nine feet tall. Uh, they're flying with these multicolored, uh, just vibrant, uh, metallic-looking wings, just flapping. <laughs> Feels like helicopters flying over us. Just the whole scut sun is uh, uh out of the sky you know like we like and they are just picking up people and eating them they haven't known the taste of uh peanut butter well some of them have but i only left some of it so, so some of them are searching for the bb and j those ones probably went, went straight to my house uh others just eating people i didn't leave enough sandwiches for all these eggs uh it is rough it is a rough situation uh, at this point, I, I'm like, Degrassi, you gotta, you gotta stop him. I take off the horse mask and let Degrassi see what, what's happening. And Degrassi's sort of like nodding her head like, yeah. Yeah, that, no, that, this is what we, this is how it used to be. Yeah. Uh, not saying nothing. Except like a... And, uh, mandibles clicking together. Uh, the looks down at me and uh, looks at the horse, the horse uh, mask, that past life, the trophy, looks at the future with uh, the next generation of 
giant uh, grasshopper is just tearing through and uh, puts the horse's mask upon my head. And, you know, like I did for my cat, Bao Wong, dressed like a grasshopper to get through this. And a green horse is close enough that I think I might be able to pass undetected, get back to my house, uh, order a couple more shipments of grain, and then maybe some food for me eventually. <laughs> uh, so that's, I think, I, I, I guess I doomed the world, potentially, because all these other grasshoppers are already laying eggs. And these, these they're big. They're big. Badir says, I'm proud. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I am too. We won the race. I got money. I can, I can probably keep myself safe through this. I just, I can keep ordering food. So I have the ultimate ability to sell out and get through this situation dressed like a horse. And that is how it could have gone. I got through it, you know? And that's, I, I think I have a pretty good streak going at this point of getting through it. I've gotten a couple of uh, ones in a row now where I won straight up. Uh, and uh, there, at least it's been a while since I, I feel like I've been blown up for, for real. You know what I should do? I should humble myself. Tomorrow's episode will be a, uh, another Die Hard trilogy. Meaning it's three episodes within one episode. Each one where I die very hard. I die in a hard, difficult way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm going to try. I'm going to come up with a couple of those for tomorrow's episode. Uh, if anybody wants to, that, that, that was today's. If anyone wants to put potential names of the um, episode in the chat, I'll probably just have an AI whip up a, a grasshopper who is disguised like a horse <laughs> as the... Uh, uh, art for this episode, but I like this one. I hope people did too. I was feeling well today. Punching punching the air right now. Punching the air. Doing, doing pretty good. Smoke some weed. <laughs> punching the air. Alright, so that's uh, today's show. Uh, I am asking people to donate to the Black Lives Matter movement and the Stop Asian Hate movement. I'll be putting Donation links in the episode description when I upload this episode. It'll bring you to a place where you can give to several different organizations. Um, please do your research on which organizations you would most like to like to support and do that. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be adding some more. I have to do some research. I'll probably be adding some more links soon um, for other various things that I think we should be sending money to. Uh, that's it for today's show. I am going to end a little bit early because I'm sleepy uh, and I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So uh, be back tomorrow for the Die Hard trilogy, I guess. And if people want have any ideas for episodes, I'm always running out of ideas. I'm in a perpetual state of running out of ideas. If anyone wants to uh, wants to send me more concept. I will uh, incorporate those into shows with a pretty quick turnaround. So uh, let me know on that. And uh, that's, that's it for today's show. 
So I've been Ryan Cudahy, and that's how it could have gone. Thank you. Goodbye.